What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets. Here is Adam Burke. Hello once again, everybody, and thank you for joining me here on this Monday, October 30th edition of VSIN Daily Baseball Bets. I'm your host, Adam Burke. Glad to be with you as we've got the sports equinox today, including Game 3 of the World Series between the Rangers and the Diamondbacks. Max Scherzer and Brandon fought in that one. We'll talk about that in a couple of minutes here. But before I do, in honor of the sports equinox, over at vcin.com slash subscribe. Sports Equinox special through May 1st, 185 days of being a vcin Pro subscriber for 120 bucks. Averages out to about 64.8 cents per day. So we'll call it 65 cents per day. Surely you're wasting 65 cents per day on something worse than becoming a VSIN Pro subscriber. So get the full scope of what we have to offer with that Sports Equinox special over there at vsin.com slash subscribe. Again, 120 bucks takes you up through May 1st. So it'll get you our upcoming college football bowl betting guide. That'll get you all of our bowl game analysis, all of our Super Bowl stuff, which is right in our backyard here this season in Las Vegas. Full college basketball season and March Madness, start of the MLB season, along with my MLB betting guide for next year. All kinds of good stuff as part of that subscription. 120 bucks, vcin.com slash subscribe. Also, you'll get that college basketball betting guide, which came out a week ago, and the season starts in a week. So good time for you to check out that college basketball betting guide by becoming a vcin pro subscriber. All right, so we got game three here of the Major League Baseball World Series. Max Scherzer, Brandon Fott, Rangers, Diamondbacks. And you look at the line across the market, pretty evenly lined matchup here in this one for Scherzer and Fott. DraftKings Sportsbook showing minus 110 both ways. Other places in the market are giving out better prices. But you see Scherzer favored at a lot of shops here. Minus 110, even money typically coming back here on the Diamondbacks. So a little bit of love for Scherzer, a little bit of love for the over in this game as well as we're seeing a lot of nine and a halfs out there now in the marketplace the under is still minus 120 but up from nine overnight so the expectation here after two higher scoring games in games one and two that we will see some runs scored in this game 
I will caution everybody, and I guess I should spoiler alert this. I do have a play on the first five total in this game, but I will just caution everybody. Remember, game one was 5-3 going into the bottom of the ninth, so that game was two outs away from going under until Corey Seager hit the game-tying home run. And then in game two, the Diamondbacks scored seven runs over the final three innings, so that was a close game for a long time with Merrill Kelly on the mound, and then once Jordan Montgomery got into the seventh inning, he struggled, and then the bullpen giving up the rest. So the two games were kind of ticketing towards the under a little bit, but you know both of them end up going over based on some late scoring. So we'll see if we get the same thing here in game three. But let's talk about this pitching matchup between Scherzer and Fott. And of course, Scherzer making two starts in the ALCS was not effective at all. Seven runs on nine hits in six and two-thirds innings pitched. Six strikeouts, three walks for him. The velocity looked fine, but coming back from that low-grade Terrace Major strain, you know he wasn't even expected to pitch in the playoffs. And the fact that the Rangers have gotten as deep as they have gave Scherzer the opportunity to come back. Now, he's also dealing with a cut on his thumb. Apparently, it's a callus that is typically pretty, you know, crusted over or whatever you want to call it. But Scherzer said that by virtue of not throwing, you know, full intensity for a while, Thing kind of softened up, and then now it created a cut on his thumb. So he pitched through that in both of his ALCS starts. The velocity, again, looked fine, but the command did not. And that's what you would expect with a guy coming back from a long layoff. He'll throw hard. He'll be able to throw hard because he's kind of been building up that arm strength a little bit. And also, look, I mean, a little bit of time off is not a bad thing late in the season, but as much time off as Scherzer had, certainly appears to be a bad thing because the command just isn't there. He's not throwing good strikes. He's throwing strikes. He's still throwing, you know, about as hard as he usually does, but he's not locating well. And that was the issue for him there in those two starts against the Astros. 377 ERA, 432 FIP for the season as a whole, 320 ERA, 341 FIP in 45 innings for the Met or for the Rangers, excuse me, after being traded from the Mets. So The thing that's difficult, I think, for both managers in today's game, and I'll start with the Texas side first, they'll have some version of a Frankenstein pitching staff tomorrow because you'll see Andrew Heaney, Dane Dunning. Maybe you'll see Martin Perez, although he didn't pitch well uh, in his appearance in game two, so maybe we won't see him at all. But they're going to have to have all hands on deck in game four until they can get back to Nate Uvalde in game five and then get to that day off, assuming that you know we wind up playing past game five here in this series. Most of their bullpen is in good shape, though. So this is one of those where the bullpen may shoulder a heavy load. If Scherzer is struggling, game three is a big swing game, especially with a lot of unknowns for both teams in game four. So it does make me wonder how deep Scherzer will go in this game. If he is continuing to struggle with his command, then Bruce Bochy may have to make the move fairly quickly. Now, Bochy did talk in his media availability on the off day about trying to push Scherzer a little bit more said, you know, he's not going to be around a hundred pitches, but we're going to try to get more out of him. I think he threw 109 combined pitches in his two starts uh, in the ALCS. So they're going to try to push him a little bit farther, whether or not he's effective enough to be pushed farther remains to be seen, but they're fully understanding of the fact that game four has a lot of potential pitfalls. If you get a short start here from Scherzer. So that is definitely a possibility and definitely a concern. And I will say that, you know, Jose LeClerc was used in game one through 26 pitches, but Aroldis Chapman, Josh Spores have not been used. Will Smith has only thrown seven pitches since the ALCS. A lot of these guys for the Rangers are very rested, 
but could be very rusty as well. So that's something I would definitely keep in mind if you're taking a look at betting this game here. What do I think about Brandon Fott and the Diamondbacks? Come on back after this short break on VC Daily Baseball Bets, and I'll fill you in on my thoughts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back on VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets. Please make sure you rate, review, subscribe, five-star reviews. Always appreciated for this and all of the shows here in our VEASAN family of podcasts. So Brandon Fott, the hero, will say, of the NLCS for the Phillies, nobody expected what Brandon Fott has done here in the playoffs, especially with how it started. Two and two-thirds, three runs on seven hits against the Brewers. Arizona got him out just in time. They wind up coming back, winning that game. If they lose that game, if they lose game one there to Corbin Burns, who knows what happens with this Diamondbacks run? They may not have even gotten off the ground, may have lost that wild card series in two or three games and wouldn't even be in this position. But they were able to come back. They got fought out of there. And since then, he's allowed three runs or uh, two runs over his last 14 innings on just eight hits. Fought had 16 strikeouts in his two starts against the Phillies. And Brent Strom deserves a lot of credit for that. What the big adjustment was, was that Fott used Philadelphia's aggressiveness as a weapon. Got a lot of chases outside the zone, induced some weak contact, some foul balls to get back into counts, stuff like that. 
The Phillies were 11th in swing percentage and fourth in O swing percentage, according to StatCast, during the regular season. So they were an aggressive lineup, and they chased at the fourth highest rate in Major League Baseball, which means swinging at pitches outside of the strike zone as defined by StatCast. So that's why it made a lot of sense for guys like Kelly and guys like Fott to nibble on the edges, try to get some of those swings and misses outside the zone. It's hard to make good contact on pitches that aren't, you know, in hittable areas. You can generate a lot of swings and misses. The Rangers, though, 17th in swing percentage and 25th in outside swing percentage. So the Rangers had one of the lowest chase rates in Major League Baseball. So I think that's the concern here with Brandon Fott today. The Rangers will lay off of pitches that the Phillies will not. And for Fott, he gave up 22 home runs in 96 regular season innings. He's only given up two homers so far in the postseason and comes in on a high note. But I think that the Rangers will spit on those pitches that the Phillies were chasing. And I think that will lower Fott's strikeout count, will lower his count of swings and misses, and will force him to get into the strike zone, which is going to give Texas a much better chance offensively here. So I think Texas matches up fairly well with Fott. And then maybe that's something I missed. And uh, maybe not maybe. It is something I missed in that series with the Phillies with their over-aggressive nature and how the Diamondbacks kind of played that against them. I don't think you can necessarily do that to the same degree here with the Rangers. Now, obviously, Merrill Kelly was terrific in game two, but Merrill Kelly is just a really good pitcher. Brandon Fott might be, but I don't think he's there yet. So I think the Rangers do match up a bit better here against Fott. Arizona used six relievers in the game one loss. Bullpen had a very light day, though, in game two, and then obviously yesterday's off day. So there is a chance that they move from Fott very quickly in this start. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, the other thing to keep in mind here, as we have to in every Arizona game going forward, base runners. They were nine for 10 in successful stolen base attempts against Max Scherzer this season, but 10 for 21 over the previous two seasons. So we'll see. Arizona's pushed the envelope here. They're five for five in steals in this series. Tommy Pham did get picked off a second in game two. We've seen the viral clip of Mike Maddox going around. But other than that, the Diamondbacks have been very successful on the bases. The other thing is, and this is a bit of a concern given my position, and if you can't tell already, I like the first five over. It's four and a half minus 135 at DraftKings, mostly five out there in the market otherwise, especially because now this total has gone up to nine, so or nine and a half. So we are seeing some shifts there in the juice for the first five uh, total. But the... Um, the Diamondbacks have had a lot of sacrifice bunts, and I generally don't like that. But they are putting some pressure on the defense here a little bit, and they've been able to generate some runs as a result. So I don't necessarily like that, but, you know, I mean, it's a style of play that they play with, and it's a style of play that's given them some success. And offensively, they've been much better here in the playoffs than they were during the regular season. So I'll take a shot on the first five over four and a half, minus 135 at DraftKings. If you've got to take five, try to find reduced juice. I know one legal U.S. book here, uh, Caesars, actually had plus 105 on the over five for the first five. I think that's an interesting look. But look, I mean, I think the venue change is is a little bit of a concern to some degree. I've been to Chase Field twice. I think it's very dark. I think it can be a tough place to hit sometimes. Um, but at the same time, I mean, the in-zone command for both Scherzer and Fott leaves a lot to be desired, especially with Scherzer coming off of the injury. So, I think we could have some runs here. So the first five over four and a half minus 135 at DraftKings is the play here for me today. Really quickly, again, that series price, taking a look at that. You've got the Rangers minus 135, Diamondbacks plus 115. 
Uh, you've got the player awards market, Adolis Garcia plus 230, Corbin Carroll plus 450, Corey Seager plus 500. Cattell Marte at plus 750 is really interesting because even though he only has a couple of hits here in this series, he has, what, an 18-game playoff hitting streak? Uh, so, you know, maybe they kind of look at this in a series where, you know, a lot of guys are going to have similar numbers, I think, from the Diamondbacks. They may give it to Marte as kind of a playoff achievement award. So if you do like the Diamondbacks here, I think Marte has gotten a little bit more interesting at that plus 750 price as he's kind of rewriting the record books here in terms of postseason hitting streaks. 18 did break the previous record. So that's something that maybe he kind of gets a playoff achievement award for if, you know, Corbin Carroll's numbers don't jump off the page or Tommy Fams or something like that. So just something for you to keep in mind. I won't be investing in the World Series MVP market, but it is a talking point. So might as well mention it here. But again, my play today, first five over four and a half minus 135. First five over five at reduced juice or plus money if you can find it. Also, I think a decent play here in this game. Remember, podcast every day, article on game days over at vcin.com. So that's what we'll do for as long as the World Series goes. It could be over shortly. You know, we'll see if one of these teams wins all three games in Phoenix. Uh, If not. November 4th would be the last day for game seven. So only a few days left of the baseball season. Thank you so much for joining me throughout, or if you just joined since the playoffs, thank you for that. But head over to vcin.com slash subscribe. Take advantage of that sports Equinox special and come on back tomorrow for another edition of vcin daily baseball bets. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.